listener production. The Aussie market bounced back from the slow start to the week. And today had a big focus on retail. Find out what happened. Good afternoon. I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Tuesday, the 28th of November. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Hello, Laura. Stevie. Almost December. Almost. I don't know if I'm happy or sad. Things closed down. Mm. We could even have a Santa rally. You know, sometimes the closer we get to Christmas, markets tend to get in a better mood. Not always the case, of course, but... At least today, the market bounced back from what was a pretty slow start to the week. Yesterday, we were down by roughly three quarters of a percent. We hit a two-week low in the process. The ASX 200 was back below 7,000 points, but today, much better. I'm glad you covered off all of that because I didn't want to say all the sad stuff. Today, we got <laughs> back above 7,000 points, which is really good. So, of course, we did drop below there in yesterday's session. We remain on track to recoup almost all of October's losses, which is pretty massive. We were there actually at some point today, but we did drop off over the afternoon. And we're still on track to have the second best month this year. And at the moment, at the time of recording, the market is up around 0.4%, which is pretty solid. We have one more good day. We could see the market sneak into positive territory for the year. Wow. We're down a third of 1% for 2023, which is crazy to think over the whole 11 months, the market has barely budged if you take a step back. So we'll see what happens. But um, today, quite a bit going on as far as sectors go. We had most actually managing to improve quite uh, well, modestly, really, with the exception of property trust, which were up about 1.5%, the financials up by roughly half, same story for the consumer staples, and then some losses coming through from energy stocks in particular, and a few of the others as well. Yeah, well, those losses that we've been seeing in the energy sector, that's after oil prices Mm -hmm. dipped overnight by almost 1% actually. And that's ahead of the very important OPEC plus meeting, which is basically just a meeting of the biggest oil producing nations where they come to an agreement about how much oil they're going to produce. Exactly, in the coming months. So that's very important for what happens to oil prices. Oil prices down about 18% from the highs they hit in October. So they've really come under a lot of pressure recently, and that has weighed very much on uh, on energy stocks in Australia. So since the start of this month, energy is down by roughly 6.5%. We also got the much-anticipated retail trade figures. So a look at how much we spent at the shops over October. So spending actually fell by 0.2% over the month, which we were expecting to see a lift of 0.1%. So it was softer than expected, which would definitely be welcome news to the Reserve Bank, who's been trying to tackle inflation for quite a long time. There was a big drop back in spending in the clothing, footwear and personal accessories category. It was down by around 1%. And that's, of course, on the back of, you know, cost of living, but also people knowing that there are sales coming up, which we've just passed. Of course, Mm -hmm. we had Black Friday and Cyber Monday, which people maybe held off on some of their spending to save their money for those sale periods. The only category that didn't fall was food retailing, which is understandable. We all love food, but it's also essential to live. So that's the only category that didn't fall over the month of October. Exactly right. So let's look at some stocks today because there were quite a few out with um, a bit of information. We heard from Origin Energy today, which um, fell by roughly 1% for most of the session. We've been discussing Origin at length uh, over the past month or so, it seems, because of the daily takeover talk. But today it released an unrelated short statement saying that there was a power outage 
on a loaded liquefied natural gas vessel, which is docked at uh, Curtis Island in Queensland. The problem is that there's only one vessel that can dock at the facility at a time. So if that's held up, it means there could be delays. They're turning away other vessels and they load approximately one vessel every three days. So it's kind of a big deal. They're not sure how long this is going to last and what it's going to mean financially, but the stock under pressure today off the back of that. That'll definitely be one to watch over the coming days. One of the standouts today was the company that operates KFC restaurants, Collins Foods. So they posted their results for the first half of the year and the numbers looked pretty good, which is why we saw its share price lifting today. They've actually been the best performer for most of the day, up around 8.5% as we speak. Some of the highlights in their report was a big jump in profit from $11 million this time last year to a whopping $50.5 million in this first half. So that's a pretty big jump. And this was all thanks to strong growth across all of its business units, which includes KFC here in Australia, Mm -hmm. over in Europe, and as well as Taco Bell restaurants as well. So revenue for KFC locally grew by 9%. In Europe, it was up 36.5% with Netherlands being a big driver Mm -hmm. of that because they've been doing more marketing and things there. And Taco Bell grew by 19%. So definitely a strong performance overall. They also said that they're going to pay out a bigger dividend, 12 and a half cents versus 12 cents the same yeah. time last year. Yeah, they own like over half of all KFC restaurants in the Netherlands and two hundred and more than 260 KFC and Taco Bells here in Australia as well. So it's pretty massive. Finger it, licking good, you might say. It seems like You know it. what? I yeah. actually never eat KFC. I hate okay. to say it, but... <laughs> I was looking. Well, Collins at- doesn't care. They're doing quite well. <laughs> no, they don't care. But I was actually <laughs> looking at the report today and they had some really nice pictures on there. And I was like, damn, I'd like to eat some of those <laughs> chips. They look so good. Mm, anyway. An unrelated stock to <laughs> fast food, Imugene, which is solving <laughs> cancer, I guess. Look, it's up about 9%. It was granted fast track designation to work with the Food and Drug Administration in the US, which, as the name suggests, It helps fast-track drug approvals. So that's the type of thing that investors seem to celebrate today. And the stock, as I said, up roughly 9%. They were up as much as 32% earlier on in the session as well. So that was the high of today. There was some interesting news about China's fast fashion online retailer, Sheen. And funnily enough, we were looking on this website just the other day for some... Fancy dress. Fancy dress, yes, we were. But they have confidentially filed to go public. They've actually been talking about becoming publicly listed for quite some time. So this time it looks like it might actually happen as soon as next year, apparently. And the company is said to be worth around $66 billion. That was the last time it was valued. So at this point, it's only being quietly talked about, but it will be publicly announced once the company is ready to push ahead with its IPO or initial public offering. So I'll be watching out for that one. Yeah, to be honest, I had never heard of this company until you flagged it like a week ago. I know. And what are the chances (laughs) this comes up today? Uh, Link up around 4% today. And this is uh, a company that they call a share registry, basically. So amongst other things, they do a lot of admin work for listed companies. When you get a statement in the post, if you hold a stock, for example, in CBA, you might get a, a letter from them, but they've upgraded their expectations for profit for the year and the stock up off the back of that. And just a quick mention that Fortescue's change of name is effective as of today. So late last week, they announced a minor name change from Fortescue Metals Group Limited to just Fortescue Limited. So that one's just worth noting. Should mention Helios as well, the pathology group. It's up around 9% this week, up around six and a half today. So uh, it seems to be lifting on the back of some changes being made at the group. Yesterday, it announced 
the resignation of its chair and it reiterated its profit goals for the year. But keep in mind it fell and lost more than a quarter of its share price in one day last week after raising almost $200 million from investors to help pay its debt down. Let's look ahead. So in the US tonight, there's not a whole lot happening, is there? There's not a a huge amount of stuff to sink our teeth into, but there will be some um, figures on home prices and consumer Consumer confidence confidence. as well. Tomorrow is probably going to be much more interesting for us because we've got... Most definitely. We've got the latest inflation data for October. That will definitely take the spotlight. Next week, we have that interest rate decision, the final one of the year from the RBA. It will take something quite drastic to see markets thinking there's a rate hike around the corner. So we'll wait and see what happens. That's the big one. Quite a few stocks ex-div tomorrow, including GrainCorp and Newmont as well. A few AGMs here and there, like Temple and Webster, I believe, and Linus Rare Earths. I think Harvey Norman might be an interesting one tomorrow. They're hosting their AGM. There you go. Just with retailers in the spotlight. And, of course, retailers will be on watch for this week and really this month as they've kicked into the holiday shopping season. So we'll just be watching to see how those sorts of stocks are going. So if we look at consumer discretionary, which includes those retailers today, they're up 0.6%. Absolutely. Well, I think that wraps the day up. Laura, have a great evening, everyone, and we'll see you tomorrow. Chat then. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and, if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.